0: You might have thought it was a repeat, but this is The Secret Teachings on The Fringe FM. And I'm your host, Ryan Gable, back new live tonight for the first time in over five weeks. This is the longest period of time I have ever been consistently off air. Though if you've been following The Secret Teachings, you'll know that we've had a number of updated shows played throughout the last couple of weeks on the network. I called them my travel logs as I ventured through the eastern part of the United States down to the south, into the southwest, up the west coast, and then across the northern part of the U.S. through the Midwest and back into the home studio, although it feels less and less like a home studio because I'm feeling very, very magnetically drawn to the southwest in particular, and of course... Those of you who follow the network and the secret teachings and you listen to Joe Roop and Lighting the Void, you'll know that Joe has also been pulled to the Southwest. And after we got back from our trip, my fiance Hope and I, Joe Roop was leaving New York the same week. So we just barely, barely missed Joe or like George Carlin said, it's not really a, a near, near miss, it's a near hit. We, we, we nearly hit Joe on the way out. Joe was going down to the Southwest, and so the network was down for another week, another week and a half. And now that it's back up and running, The Secret Teachings is back up and running, and I welcome you all to the broadcast this evening. Not only do I have an incredible show planned for you tonight, I have an incredible show planned for you tomorrow and the next day and the next week. I have a stack of Manila folders With show topics that range from occultism and magic to more topical events, mind control, and an expose on a very, very unknown and essentially what I would call for some people an uninteresting national laboratory in the southeastern part of the Idaho desert called the Idaho National Laboratory. I have a big show planned on that topic and we'll be getting to that in the coming weeks. But before we can do any of that, it must be discussed the nature of current events and topical subjects and how they relate to what we do here on the secret teachings over the past Month and a half as I've been traveling, as I've finally gotten back to my home base and I've just been itching, almost panicking to do radio. I've missed it so much to be in the studio. I have a new studio set up here in the apartment. I just rearranged everything and got some nice picture frames for some of my, my decorations. I've been ready to get on air and talk about this particular subject tonight. I've done a lot of research. I've done a number of uh, phone calls to uh, government here in the state of New York. I've done a lot of reading, and I had to go through my phone to find all of these articles that I had read on the trip. And so I put everything together, I printed everything out, and I have it for you here tonight. Now, I don't want you to think, because that's not what we're going to do tonight is address the subject of COVID nineteen and continue to talk in circles and beat the proverbial dead horse. We're going to go beyond that. We're going to go into the depths of the mind and we're going to examine the psychological nature, the psychological components of what I can what I can only term really, what I call contagious coercion. Now, you all know how we feel about contagion and viral theory here on The Secret Teachings. But let's set that aside for a moment. And let's simply examine the contagious nature of fear, the contagious nature of suggestibility, the contagious nature of the hive mind or of a group of individuals collectively interacting This is very basic, standard psychology. It's very standard propaganda. It's used for advertising. It's used in marketing. It's used to sell you watches and perfumes and college educations. It's used to sell you pretty much anything that an individual or a company can manufacture, can package up, and can put on the market. These psychological tools, what I call contagious coercion, have been implemented to the fullest and perhaps to the most refined degree that we've ever seen in modern human civilization. And they have expanded greatly as a result of social media and the Internet and virtually everybody's constant 24-hour-a-day, 7-day-a-week access through their cellular phones, their tablets, and their computers to the digital sub-reality that we call the World Wide Web or the Internet. It is a net. It is a net like Skynet from the Terminator series. It is a digital sub-reality that is replacing the organic world. Now, when I was traveling through the country, pretty much as I went along along the the southern part of the country into texas and down into the southwest It was pretty much like you know when you're driving down the road and you you hit a green light and sometimes you hit it just right so you hit every single green light in a row well as we traveled we pretty much hit every single green light in relationship to the lifting of covid restrictions from texas to the southwest up into boise idaho in fact Boise, Idaho, which was one of the strictest places in the state of Idaho, they halted or they did not renew, however you'd like to term it, their COVID restrictions in the city of Boise about 24 hours before we got there. And I I drove overnight from Portland to get to Boise. Uh, There's not much in between. And as soon as I got there in the morning, I I had read that within 24 hours of, uh, of us driving over there, they had already... Got rid of the restrictions there. So that was nice. Uh, and then went to, went to South Dakota. Uh, saw a listener named Ryan. Had a really great talk with him. And uh, he gave us a couple little gifts here for the studio. And uh, South Dakota. There's really nothing going on there. Nobody was really sick. There's not really a, a, big, a big issue uh, in advertisements, billboards, streets. Nothing like New York. Virtually non-existent in South Dakota. So I got a perspective from all over the country. And when I got back to New York, I heard this announcement that the governor of New York was adopting CDC guidelines on mask usage and social distancing. Now, although I promise you this is not going to be a discussion on masking and social distancing and the same old topic repeated and regurgitated with rhetoric over and over again. It's important to begin here because I want to show you how contagious coercion is. And we have to start here in order to do that. So let me give you an example. I've, I've got every single paper in front of me. I want to show you how this works. In the state of New York, there was an executive order signed, number 202.34. And it was an executive order signed last year. And it was updated and expanded since the middle of last year into this year. This executive order dealt with everything from masks to social distancing, from private individuals to businesses that are public. And, of course, it says that the order, along with other executive orders, including Executive Order 202.17, requires any individual over the age of two and able to medically tolerate a face covering be required to cover their nose and mouth with a mask or cloth face covering when in a public place. So there are exemptions and there is a loophole essentially. Now that was the executive order. However, as of May 19th, as of May 19th, the state of New York adopted the Centers for Disease Controls new guidelines. The guidelines are called Interim Public Health Recommendations for Fully Vaccinated People. The state government website of New York says the state will authorize businesses to continue to require masks for all in their establishments consistent with the CDC guidance. Now, the state says we will authorize you to do this. However, businesses don't need authorization to do this. But see, the state says, we give you authorization. And businesses think, oh, thank you. We didn't know that we didn't have that authorization. The article from the state government website, Governor Cuomo announces New York State to adopt new CDC guidance, says, unvaccinated individuals under both CDC and state guidance must wear masks in all public settings. Okay, that's what the official website of the state government of New York The governor's office published May 19th, the CDC guidance. Okay, so that is, in New York, when I got back, what was happening? State has adopted the CDC guidance. So, at first, I thought this was for people who were vaccinated. The CDC says you can take your mask off and you don't have to social distance anymore. And if you don't get a vaccine... Well, you'll still have to wear the mask and social distance, among other things. They also pulled the requirement for 10 to 14 day quarantining in New York, but never made a public news announcement about that. There was only a small blurb on the government website. If you follow it like I do, then you'll see that they never told the public that the quarantine is no longer mandatory or recommended or requested. So at first, it sounds like in order to take your mask off and not have the social distance, you'll have to get a vaccine. In essence, you'll have to be coerced into taking a vaccine if you'd like to get back to quote-unquote normal. However, I have a document from a national grocery store group, and this national grocery store group did not inform individual employees. They sent this out to individual businesses. I had this uh, given to me, a copy of this, and this is for the state of New York, and it says that there is no state mandate. It says, while this business may want to continue to make masks a requirement in their establishments, without the state mandate, it becomes trickier to enforce. So, these groups... And I'm sure their legal teams are well aware that there are no state mandates now. Not that they were legal before, not that they were enforceable before, but there are no state mandates here in the state of New York for masking and social distancing. All right, The state of New York has simply adopted the CDC guidance. Now, if you pull up the CDC's new recommendations from May 13th, you can see a little graphic of where they want you to wear your mask and whatnot. And it says fully vaccinated people can, quote, resume activities without wearing masks or physically distancing, except where required by federal, state, local, tribal, or territorial laws, rules, and regulations, including local business and workplace guidance. Pay attention to the wording. Guidance. In the state of New York, we have guidance now. If you read the CDC's own document, their interim public health recommendations for fully vaccinated people, it would sound as if you don't have a vaccine, you must continue to do what is mandated. And the CDC cannot make a law anyway, they can only make recommendations. Congress makes laws, not the CDC. And the Centers for Disease Control says this: it's pretty clear, it's pretty simple. Prevention measures are still recommended for unvaccinated people. So let me tell you what they did. Here in the state of New York, the state drops their executive order, their mandate for masking and social distancing. As they drop that mandate, they adopt on May 19th the new CDC guidance. And it suggests to coerce you into getting a vaccine. It suggests, recommends that you continue to wear a mask if you're unvaccinated, but it says if you're fully vaccinated, you can take your mask off. You cannot social distance. They make a very small footnote about the unvaccinated. This is meant to coerce people into believing that if they go get a vaccine like they're being coerced and pushed to do, then they can go back to living their life. However, they're also acknowledging the state of New York and the Centers for Disease Control, that there is no law, there is no enforcement, there is only coercion. And I can tell you this, coercion is very contagious. And I'll explain more about that when we come back from break. I'm Ryan Gable, this is The Secret Teachings, rdgable at yahoo.com is the email, facebook.com forward slash The Secret Teachings is Facebook, of course, and our website www.thesecretteachings.info.
2: You are listening to KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM, where you can catch The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable five nights a week after Lighting the Void with Joe Rook,
0: If you enjoyed The Secret Teachings and want to hear more while supporting the show, Visit our website at www.thesecretteachings.info and subscribe to our show archive. As a yearly subscriber, you can download and stream every show after it airs and get access to the digital versions of each one of my books. For the month of June, home of the summer solstice, you can submit a one-time donation of only $45 and get a free physical copy of one of my books with free shipping. For those of you who want to consistently support the show, you can subscribe for a monthly donation and get the same access to the Archive. Just visit www.thesecretteachings.info and click on the Donation Subscribe tab at the top of the page. If you're just interested in the books, you can find each one of those on the website as well. And if you have any questions, you can email me at rdgable at yahoo.com. Thank you so much for supporting The Secret Teachings over the years. I look forward to keeping you company through all the late nights and early mornings for many years to come. My name is Alex Exum and you're listening to The Fringe FM. Are you intrigued by Paranormal Talk Radio? You'll love the new Paranormal Radio app from TalkStream Live. You'll find a great selection of talk shows covering UFOs, ghosts, strange phenomena and much more. Download the Paranormal Radio app now and start listening to the very best in paranormal talk entertainment, including the network you're listening to right now. The Paranormal Radio app, free in Google Play and the iOS App Store. Do you
1: want to know more about this strange and weird reality we live in? Join me, Jess Rogie the host of The rogie Report, where we explore the unrevealed. Every Wednesday night, live at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern, here on the Fringe FM, KTLK Digital Broadcasting. This is Kev Baker of The Kev Baker Show. You can find me at Truth Frequency Radio or on my home website, www.kevbakershow.com. And you're listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. The truth is out there, and so are we. KTLK, digital broadcasting, The Fringe FM. This
2: is Michael Strange from Troubled Minds. Did you hear that scientists recently discovered radio waves coming from Proxima Centauri? Well, I cannot confirm nor deny we are broadcasting from that neck of the woods. You are listening to KTLK, The Fringe FM.
0: Attention, you are tuned into restricted airspace. Tune out immediately. This is The Secret Teachings Radio on The Fringe FM.
1: Hello, folks. This is Jordan Maxwell. My website is jordanmaxwellshow.com, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings. Excellent shows. Keep listening with your host, Ryan Gable.
0: Gable, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings right here on The Fringe FM. As most of you know, the United States of America is fractured among political lines perhaps as much or more so than any time in history and somehow politics and science have merged together in this monstrosity on all sides of the political spectrum. That I refer to as hysteria, delusion, and collectivization. Some use collectivization in different ways in order to overthrow civilization. As cultural Marxists are well known and famous for. Others use collectivization to just get what they want. In a more direct manner, in a more direct way. The state of New York, unlike states like Texas or South Dakota or Florida, states like Idaho, states like Arizona, has also removed, they've pulled, they've ended, they've lifted their social distancing mask mandate, guideline, restriction, whatever you want to call it. Unlike states such as Florida or Texas, which said, There are no more mandates. The state of New York pulled their mandate, pulled their executive order, but they didn't tell the public that. In fact, a month and a half ago, before I left for my trip in mid-April, the state of New York also pulled their guidance, recommendations, requirement, mandate for having to quarantine if you've been to certain states and then returned to New York. But they never had public information about this. Technically, the state put out an announcement on the governor's website, on the state website, but this was not in the news. When it first happened, it was all over the news. If you travel outside of New York, you must come back in quarantine for 14 days and the CDC said that's too long, so then it's 10 days. But when they pulled it, they never said you don't have to quarantine again. It was not a news story. It was not something that anybody that I've spoken to was aware of. I just happened to stumble across it on the state website for the state of New York. Now, the state of New York has been very deceptive, and they've omitted a lot of critical information about all the COVID-19 guidelines and restrictions and mandates and executive orders. On the 19th of May, the state adopted the interim public health recommendations for fully vaccinated people. That's according to the governor's website. That's according to the state website, May 19th. When that happened, the executive order, 202.34 and all the other executive orders... We're no longer active because we've adopted and replaced them with the new CDC guidance. I also have confirmation of that from a national grocery store, an internal memo that says, although you may want to continue to make masks a requirement in your establishment, without the state mandate, it becomes trickier to enforce. So when you go through the information and you pull the CDC's guidelines, here's what happens. The Centers for Disease Control says if you're fully vaccinated, and this isn't about vaccines, pro or anti. This isn't about masks, pro or anti. This is about contagious coercion. This is about coercing people into doing things that they otherwise would not do because of fear and because of omission of critical information. Let me show you how they do it. The Centers for Disease Control Interim Public Health recommendations for fully vaccinated people. You would think that anything in here recommended or given as a guideline would only apply to vaccinated people, because that's the name of the document from the CDC that has been adopted by states, including New York State, on the 19th of May, 2021. The document states this, fully vaccinated people can resume activities without wearing a mask or physical distancing, except where required by federal, state, local, tribal, territorial laws, rules, etc., including local business and workplace guidance. As you flip through the document, it basically just talks about vaccinated individuals and how they'll probably be protected, but it does mention that. It does mention unvaccinated people. This is what it says. Just in a footnote, prevention measures, and they say nothing specific. It's assumed prevention methods, measures, etc. are still recommended for unvaccinated people. Now, what's happening is, state of New York is a great example They have no law. They have only a strong recommendation based on an executive order, which is not a law. People follow it. And then that executive order is replaced by CDC guidance. And it's assumed because of the title of the guidance that if you're fully vaccinated, life is back to normal for you. But, If other people aren't vaccinated, they can harm you, which I think defeats the purpose of getting vaccinated to begin with. But the CDC says if you're vaccinated, life goes back to normal. So we make that assumption based on the information the CDC gives us and what the state has adopted here in New York. And this is the same wherever you are in the country. It's the same psychology wherever you are in the world. Once you see these details in this language and you understand how this language works, then the method becomes much clearer to understand and much clearer to maneuver through. So what happens is you assume if you're not vaccinated, you can't take your mask off. You can't go back to normal. When in reality, you could from the beginning, but now, whereas it looks as if those people who followed orders and were coerced with contagious fear into getting their vaccines, or they proudly and happily did so, that they can go back to normal, and really it's everybody else who's restricted in their movements, in their breathing, in their distancing socially. In reality, it's actually the opposite, because the CDC says it's just recommended if you didn't get a vaccine to continue to keep up with public health measures, but there's no law. There's virtually no guidance, no recommendation, just a suggestion by the CDC in a single line in this multi-paged report. Their are new health recommendations for fully vaccinated people, barely mentioning the unvaccinated, meaning the reality is the people that got the vaccine are actually under the control of the Centers for Disease Control and in being coerced under the mandates and the assumptions of perceived laws of certain states like New York. You see what happens? If you did what you were told to do and you were a good person, you did it for the community, you did it for the economy, you did it for society, then you're actually under the control of an external authoritarian system. Everybody else is totally free, but they want you to think the opposite. They want you to think that if you did what you were told, you're free and everybody else is restricted. But that's not what the CDC says. That's not what the state of New York says. That's not what the law says. But this is how it's played because the average person doesn't think about it, doesn't look into it, doesn't really care is do what they're told. They make assumptions. And the people that have their vaccines and they still wear their masks, they're very angry, some of them, that other people have chosen not to get a vaccine and not to wear a mask. Doesn't make much sense to me. I thought the vaccine was 100% effective. Effective at doing what? I'm still trying to figure that out. But I have something I want to share with you tonight here on The Secret Teachings. I placed two phone calls... Well, I actually placed many more, but I was hung up on by the governor's office here in New York, Governor Cuomo. Shouldn't even call him governor. He's not really a governor. He's a criminal. But I placed several calls to the governor's office. I was referred to the COVID hotline for the New York State Department of Health, and they pushed me off on the Monroe County Department of Health. That's the county that I live and work in and the Monroe County Department of Health's COVID-19 hotline picked up two times when I called and answered my questions. And I have both of those phone calls for you, and I also have an email thread with the COVID-19 hotline, which provides some very, very incredible information that you need to know, obviously, if you're in New York, But this applies to everybody all over the United States and all around the world. I don't know how the laws are in other countries, but particularly in the United States, this is how the process and the system works. It's based on omission, assumption, and it's based on the contagion of fear that forces and tricks and deceives people into coercing. I have both those phone calls and this email thread, and I want to play these phone calls for you really quick. They just basically confirm there's no law. They're just simply giving you recommendations and guidelines. Now, I'm not going to play the whole call because they're about five minutes each. I could play the whole call, but it's really unnecessary. I'm going to start the call, and then you can listen to what happens with the conversation. This is the first call to the Department of Health for Monroe County, New York. And although it's a very specific county in a very specific state, and you might be in the UK, you might be in Australia, listen to how the conversation ensues, and you will understand how this whole system works. Here's the phone call with the first person. Hi, this is the New York State Coronavirus Hotline, you said? Correct. Okay, excellent. Um, I just have a couple of questions, and I'm a little bit confused. I've been trying to get a hold of somebody who can clarify something for me. Um, I called the hotline yesterday, and I spoke to a gentleman who referred me to an email for the state of New York for the health department in Monroe County. Um, And so I emailed them, and they responded back with very little information. All I'm trying to do is get a clarification on something, so hoping you can help me out. Uh, If you give me just like 30 seconds, I can explain the situation. Okay. I'm okay. All right, well, excellent. I just wanted to make sure that uh you can help me with that. So I'm looking at the new C D C guidance that the state has adopted, correct? I'm listening I'm, I said I'm looking at the C D C guidance that the state has adopted as the new All policy. Right. Yeah. Okay, excellent. So sorry, our phone's a little delayed here. So the C D C guidance talk specifically about vaccinated people and removing masks and social distancing, et cetera. Now it doesn't specify anything about unvaccinated people, except that they should get a vaccine and it recommends people to continue to do things like social distance, wear a mask, et cetera. Now when I was on the phone, yes, et cetera. Now when I was on the phone yesterday with the gentleman from the New York uh it was Monroe County Health Department, but he was hooked up with the state of New York as well. He said that there is no mandate now that the state has adopted the CDC guidelines. there's no mask social distance mandate for everybody. It's now shifting to the CDC guidelines. Is that correct?:
2: a brief
0: hold, sir?: See, he places me on a brief hold here. They have absolutely no idea. And he comes back and he literally starts reading the CDC guidance. Unvaccinated people, where is the executive order or the mandate for social distancing and wearing masks? From what I was told yesterday, that executive order has been removed. And that the state...
1: Individuals who are unvaccinated, not fully vaccinated, or have an unknown vaccination status, will need to continue to wear a mask in all public
2: settings. In situations. situation...
0: That you're reading something, but what is that from? Is that a exactly. is that a law or is that a recommendation from the CDC? Just the CDC, sir. So that's a recommendation. Yes, sir.
1: I don't see anything saying executive order, sir.
0: Okay, so that's all I'm I'm trying to clarify. I'm just trying to clarify plain and simple. There is no longer an executive order for the state of New York for all residents, vaccinated or unvaccinated, that says they need to social distance and wear a mask. That is only a recommendation that has been adopted by the state in replacement of the executive order for all people. That's a strongly worded recommendation is what I was told yesterday. Is that correct? Correct. Okay, excellent. And that's says it very, very quietly, but he says, correct. That was the first call. And at the end of that call, I was asked if I'd like a vaccine. (laughs) And I said, do you have the health and safety data on that? And he tells me, oh, we don't have that here. We just set up the appointments. I said, well, you should have that information if people are calling. They might be concerned with what they've heard in the news about blood clots and menstrual bleeding. Doesn't have that information, though. But so you heard the Department of Health tell me. And they're getting their information from the state, from the governor's office, taking it from the CDC. There's no law. There's no executive order. It's just guidance. And it's assumed that if you don't have a vaccine, you still have to follow some arbitrary policy, regulation, guideline, law, when none of that exists. And if you haven't been vaccinated, you are a free human being. It's those who have been vaccinated that fall under the guidance of the federal government and privately funded agencies like the Centers for Disease Control. Do you see how it works? Here's the second phone call from the Department of Health. This one transpired similarly to the first one because the woman also didn't know what I was talking about. I understand these are just probably very, very well-trained lapdogs Or people that just genuinely believe what they're doing is positive and helpful and they signed up with their two masks and their five vaccines to help people understand how to fight the virus and they got a job with the COVID hotline for the state of New York. This is the other call. I'll skip through this one as well so you can hear the the very important details. Ryan Gable here calling the New York state COVID-19 hotline specifically for the Monroe County Health Department in league with the state health department. Here's the phone call, putting it on speaker. Thank you for calling the New York State COVID-19 hotline. So I threw that in there just so you could see that it was a a real call, wasn't staged, and then the call ensues as such. No, thank you. Press 1 uh for you know social distancing masking things like that can you help me answer a question on that yes okay great so i talked to somebody at the monroe county health department yesterday um, and the state health department And I was informed that since the state has adopted these new CDC guidelines, they're no longer abiding by the original Executive Order 202.34 that Governor Cuomo signed last year that's been updated, that that has now been eliminated, and we're simply abiding by the CDC guidelines and recommendations. Is that correct? In regards to wearing a mask? Wearing a mask, social distancing, etc., yes. Uh no, I don't think that's correct. I, I haven't heard of that. I don't think that's Never heard of it. So she has to go away. Just ask my okay? Okay. And if you and if he, and if that is the case, can can you provide me with the law, or with the executive order? Because I can't find it if it has if it is still being enforced. All right. No problem. Please hold. Sure. All right. No problem. Please hold. So I hold for like five minutes, and then she comes back and and here's the rest of the phone call. She was unaware and
1: uh, she says for you to contact the CDC directly because all the information we give is from the governor's website. Yeah. So uh, we're following all all of the governor's rules. So um, I'm not sure why someone told you.
0: Well, that's what I'm looking. That's what I'm looking for. Maybe I misspoke. What I'm saying here is the state has adopted the CDC guidance and recommendations, correct? Yes. Okay. Now, if that's the case, you're saying you're working with the information on the gubernatorial website. So if that's the case, I'm asking, is there still an executive order 202.34 that tells people they need to social distance and wear masks if they are of a certain age and if they don't have a medical condition? Or has that executive order been relinquished and replaced with the CDC guidance? like is this is the state abiding by an executive order now or are they abiding by the cdc i can't contact the cdc they don't run states they're a federal agency that has outside funding and they give recommendations they don't make laws they don't enforce laws so i'm asking from your your vantage point from the governor if that's the case are we just abiding by the cdc now and we're forgetting the executive order
1: So we're following the the governor's executive order, but if the CDC puts out any new information, then that information is given to us to also um, enforce.
0: Right, so how are you enforcing it? Because I was informed yesterday there is no way to enforce a recommendation or a guideline. They're simply hoping that people will follow the recommendations and guidelines, is that correct?
1: Yes, so we just enforce it by um, letting callers know that um, it's recommended. So that's, the set. Okay. that's the first thing that we should
0: do Okay. That that I think that helps me. So basically there there isn't a law that's been signed into law. No,
1: no there isn't a law, no. Correct. It's just recommendations.
0: Correct. And you guys are just trying to help people out by that's telling the them what, what the state and what the C D C are recommending. Yes. Okay. That actually solved my, my Yes. They're just recommendations. There's no law and that was confirmed twice by the Department of Health for the state of New York, one of the most strict draconian authoritarian states in the United States. There is no law. There is no way to enforce any recommendation, any guidance. There is simply hoping people participate. There is simply coercion. And making that coercion more contagious and more potent by omitting important facts, important details important legal information, important scientific information, and just hoping that the average person abides by the hand and the wand of the magician. Those are the two phone calls. I also have an email thread with the COVID-19 State Department, what they call response team. COVID-19 Response Team Hotline Team 19 from the Department of Health for the State of New York. And I wrote them a little paragraph with all those details. And I said, can you confirm this information for me? And I'm going to read, actually, let me read you what, what I wrote to the health department so you can just get an idea. Yesterday, I spoke with a gentleman on the COVID-19 hotline about the state's adoption of the CDC's new guidance for vaccinated individuals. My question to him was that under this new guidance, the original Executive Order 202.34 was no longer enforced or applicable as it has been replaced with the CDC guidance. He informed me that there is no enforcement by the state of these rules or regulations and that there is no law, etc., pertaining to unvaccinated individuals wearing masks, social distancing, etc., and that these are strong recommendations from the state within the confines of other state and federal laws pertaining to age and medical conditions. And I also added a note about New York Senator George Borello, who submitted a concurrent resolution on the 17th of May to end the executive order. The governor, of course, then accepted the new CDC guidance on the 19th, Of May 2021. Can you confirm this for me, please? The response I got back, ladies and gentlemen, was good morning, Ryan. Thank you for your inquiry. For more details, contact the New York State Department of Health hotline, the same hotline that told me to email the response team. The most up-to-date guidance can be found at governor.newyork.gov. Cuomo announces New York to adopt CDC guidance. Well, I have a copy of that. So I responded back to them Is there a mask mandate, law, et cetera, for unvaccinated people? They say, Hello, Ryan. Unvaccinated individuals are still encouraged to wear masks when they are unable to practice social distancing. You've got to speak like a lawyer, and you have to understand the programming that these people go through and the scripts that they're literally reading. Is there a law? Yes unvaccinated individuals are still encouraged to wear masks. Well, that's not a law. That's an encouragement. So I respond back. I said, you know what? Maybe there's confusion. A mandate and requirement is different than encouragement. Right now, it is only a recommendation for unvaccinated individuals. Question mark. This is the golden response that I received back from the state of New York. I have it in writing from the state of New York. I have it on audio from the state of New York. Yes. This is a recommendation as we are unable to legally require individuals to wear a mask and there is no way of being able to physically know if an individual has been vaccinated. Now, the reason I'm sharing this with you tonight is not only to show you how the system works with omission, with lies, deception, and the contagion that is fear to coerce people into doing things they otherwise wouldn't do based on groupthink, based on the hive mind, based on collectivization. This is an exercise in psychology. This is not an exercise in laboratory science. It is psychological. It is warfare. And it is aimed at your mind. And it is aimed at your body. Because you know, under the Nuremberg Code, consent of a participant must be given for a medical experiment. And so people are being coerced into participating in an enormous, unprecedented medical experiment. And it's not just vaccines, as you might think. It's long-term mask-wearing. It's the social, spiritual, conscious, physical ramifications of distancing, of not being able to see relatives. All things that not the government, but you are responsible for if you enforce them yourself, or you try to enforce them by screaming and yelling at other people. Obviously, I would imagine that there are virtually no listeners. There's nobody out there who act like that. You probably wouldn't be listening to this show. This show isn't for those people. This show, although it is for anyone who wants to listen, it's for people who want to be empowered and you want the actual tools to do the work in the field, to do the work in your personal life. I don't mean that in a relative way or a general way. I mean the literal tools, the, the, the documentation, and the, the understanding of the language to be able to communicate this to other people. And when businesses say, well, we still have a right. The state gave us a right, says the state of New York, says businesses in New York. The state of New York gives businesses a right to continue to have people wear masks. They don't have a right to do that. You can go rob a bank and you might get away. You can go rob a bank. But is it illegal? Will you probably go to jail? Yes, it's illegal and you'll probably go to jail. But can you do it? Yes, you can do it. Can you kill yourself? Yes, you can commit suicide. You have a choice to do that. You have a choice to rob a bank. You can ask a woman in the street, can you take your top off? Will you probably get arrested? Yeah. But you can say whatever you want. There are repercussions to your actions. A business can say, can I see your medical information before you come into the store? They can ask that. Is it legal? No. But they'll find a way at the corporate and state level to maneuver around that by having the information in a private government-sponsored server so you scan something and there's no business collecting your personal information. That's the ultimate goal. The other thing that they'll do is because the average person is ignorant of the law to begin with, which protects you, What will happen is, out of fear, people will demand that we need to have strict, second-class citizenship for people that don't follow the COVID guidelines. And therefore, as a result, what the system wants ultimately is to get enough people to scream for it, to have the arrogant, ignorant, dumbed-down mob overturn the majority rule of freedom and liberty in the United States of America in particular to eradicate the laws that actually protect people and create inclusivity and replace them with strict authoritarian segregation. That's how Marxism works. That's textbook. And that's what's happening. It's happening in the United States and it's happening around the world. And the sooner you understand the language, the sooner you can decipher the code and the sooner you can begin to fight back in a legal and lawful, in a social and personal and familial way. And it doesn't matter if other people don't get it and they don't understand it. That's not your problem. You can only provide people with that information. They must make the decision if they are going to believe science and the law or if they are going to believe the science and the perception that a recommendation and guidance is a law. And things are so out of control in New York, although people are angry and discriminating against people who don't wear masks and don't have a vaccine, the governor announced on may 10th that there is now legislation to stop discrimination against vaccinated people it's completely upside down doesn't matter what you think of vaccines etc because it doesn't matter what science says it matters what the science says it matter what it matters what authorities tell you oh and you can be coerced sadly into entering a vaccine lottery, getting a donut, getting a coffee, getting a burger, getting a beer with your experimental gene therapy shot. We're going to talk about that in the next hour, and we're also going to talk about the CDC's scientific brief on their rationale and evidence for their new public health recommendations. It is astounding when you read it. The omissions, the lies, and the deception. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. www.thesecretteachings.info There's a lot more after this. So don't go anywhere and stay tuned right here to The Fringe FM. Attention, you are tuned into restricted airspace. Tune out immediately. This is KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM.
2: All three books can be purchased on the website at thesecretteachings.info, where you can read reviews from other authors and radio hosts around the world. Just visit thesecretteachings.info. The truth is out there, and so are
1: we. KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM.
0: If you enjoyed The Secret Teachings and want to hear more while supporting the show, Visit our website at www.thesecretteachings.info and subscribe to our show archive. As a yearly subscriber, you can download and stream every show after it airs and get access to the digital versions of each one of my books. For the month of June, home of the summer solstice, you can submit a one-time donation of only $45 and get a free physical copy of one of my books with free shipping. For those of you who want to consistently support the show, you can subscribe for a monthly donation and get the same access to the archive. Just visit www.thesecretteachings.info and click on the donation subscribe tab at the top of the page. If you're just interested in the books, you can find each one of those on the website as well. And if you have any questions, you can email me at rdgable at yahoo.com. Thank you so much for supporting The Secret Teachings over the years. I look forward to keeping you company through all the late nights and early mornings for many years to come.
1: Are you thinking about creating a podcast but don't know where to start? <laughs>
0: Do you really want to have to learn all this stuff? Individual track processing, enhance through sound quality, edit out those awkward pauses slips, mix multiple clips and tracks, by volume, deliver consistent sound, live podcast production, show notes and SEO optimization, episode upload to hosting, live call
1: screening, balance levels and live, measure broadcast standards, full branding packages, logo design, podcast site, website, no artwork. Or do you yeah, just everybody. want to get on the mic and get your ideas out there? The Fringe FM team is here to help with all of your podcasting, audio and video production needs. Perhaps. From simple podcast to audio enhancement, a professional production staff will make it easier than ever to create the podcast you desire.
2: The biggest thing is time. A lot of people that podcast don't have time. It's take you months to launch. If we
1: did it for you. We could do it tomorrow. Visit thefringe.fm, join our team, and get jump started on your podcast today. Everything is awesome. Everything is cool when you're part of a team. This is Jess Rogie, host of The Rogie Report, and you're listening to The Fringe FM, KTLK, digital broadcasting.
0: I'm your host, Ryan Gable, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings Radio right here on The Fringe FM, and we are new and live tonight, back from the big trip across the country and also back on the network, The Fringe FM, set up at a new location in the southwest. Took a couple of days to get everything set up with the internet, but the network is back. The Secret Teachings is back. You can find all of our travel log shows from the travels in our archive at thesecretteachings.info. And while you're in there, you can see a show I did right before the trip, the Tuesday before I left, called Mind Under Matter, Behavioral Nudges. And the idea for that show came from an article that I had found back in 2018 From the Washington Post. It was published on April 4th. And it was talking about a report. From the Journal of Psychological Science. In the public interest. It's not really in the public interest. When you read what the study was about. But it says people can't be educated. On certain things like vaccines. So instead of educating them. The study concluded that doctors and health officials should, not could, should focus on indirect behavior modification. Indirect behavior modification. Think about the implications of what that means. Think about what that implies. Rather than talking to somebody like a human being and giving them the option to choose, And they might choose for one reason or another. And they might choose the opposite for one reason or another. But instead of giving people the freedom to choose, you try to manipulate. You try to nudge. You try to indirectly modify their behavior. I don't know what you call it. I call it mind control. I call it Coercion. And it's not just fear that is contagious. Coercion is contagious. The more and more people who co- are coerced and do things they otherwise wouldn't do based on the mob, the hive, the herd, etc. The more people feel the need to participate because they will be left out. It's an exploitation of Maslow's hierarchy of needs in that people need not just food and water and shelter, but they need approval from their fellow human. They need a social structure. That's why Facebook was constructed to exploit a vulnerability in human psychology, according to Sean Parker. That's why the social media platforms, that's why the mainstream media and the alternative media, that's why corporations and small businesses that utilize NLP and various forms of marketing strategies and advertising and propaganda are able to control people. You're able to manipulate people. One of the best forms of manipulation is omission. And one of the greatest examples of that in the last couple of weeks is the state of New York Replacing their COVID-19 restrictions, just like Florida, just like Texas, just like Idaho, and a number of other states, but not telling the citizens that they no longer have restrictions. They're telling the citizens of New York that you have to abide by the CDC guidance, which doesn't tell you anything legally or lawfully. It simply says If you're vaccinated, you can go back to normal. But what they don't tell you is if you're unvaccinated, there's no law, there's no restriction, there's no mandate, there's no nothing. Only guidance, only a recommendation that you should continue to do the same thing. So whereas it looks as if the unvaccinated are still restricted while the vaccinated did their part and are free, it's really the opposite. The vaccinated did their part for an experimental medical trial for gene therapy shots that are not even technically vaccinations. The average person is free. And they have been since the beginning. And that's how the system works. But with all that aside, and with all the reports in the news with no links to the actual studies that tell you how wonderful vaccines are, how effective, how efficacious, how safe, how wonderful, how loving, how beautiful these vaccines are. And I'm not telling you one thing or another, one way or another, what I think I would do or what I would do or what I think you should do. It's not about that. It's about showing you how the system works. And so rather than showing you the information in the news when they tell you this vaccine's 100% effective and they have no link to the study, you find the study and it's like it was effective you know, they tested on 10 people, okay, and then they have 10 people in the other group. One person gets sick, it's 90% effective. In the other group, they give them a placebo, right? Two people got sick by whatever de- definition, and so the vaccine is better than the placebo, okay? That's literally, literally how it works. Out of 40-plus thousand people in the Pfizer-BioNTech study, Phase 3 trial, that's exactly what they did. If you got the vaccine, you were 95% protected, 95% effective. If you didn't get it, you were like 94% protected without getting it in the official Pfizer-BioNTech Phase three trial study. That's how manipulation works. Same thing with masks. The Centers for Disease Control published a report a few months ago, and it said masks have reduced transmission of the virus by less than a half a percent, somewhere around a half a percent. And they acknowledge this isn't even, this isn't even statistically viable. The, the masks are worthless. But a .4 or even a .004 reduction is still a, a reduction. So you can say masks work. It's all statistical fraud. And it's psychological warfare. So if you can't get people to take it based on science... Because most science suggests that vaccines and masks are not good physically, psychologically, that social distancing is not good and quarantining is not good psychologically. They create the science. Okay, The science is the state science. The science is the draconian, authoritarian, do-as-I-say science. Okay, That puts not the mind over matter. That puts the mind under matter. As I called that show back in mid-April before I left, Mind Under Matter Behavioral Nudges. It's in the archive at the secretteachings.info. So if you can't do that, what do you do? You start telling people, look, you can get free stuff when you coerce. As I traveled the country, I found a couple of newspapers. And from the Dominion Post in West Virginia to the news press, I don't even remember where this was from. I think it was from Florida. Effort aims to boost vaccination rates. Churches, others working to increase numbers among black residents of southwest Florida. This is a USA Today network out of Florida. The Naples Daily News. They want to get black people vaccinated first. And they have perks to do that. Dominion Post, West Virginia, fully vaccinated 16- to 35-year-olds can now sign up for their $100. West Virginians ages 16- to 35 who've been fully vaccinated can now sign up to receive their $100. $100. They can go to the government website to register for that $100. Oh, boy. $100 to take part in an experimental gene therapy Shot and better yet, by accepting that hundred dollars and by accepting the shot, you've waived your rights under international law to participate with acknowledgement and acceptance and permission in an experiment on the human subject. You've waived your state, federal, constitutional, and international human rights that you cannot be legally experimented on without your consent. You've given them consent. You've been coerced because of the contagion of fear and propaganda. But check this out. Krispy Kreme Donuts will give you a free glazed donut. Now, not, it's not just a glazed donut, folks. It's an original glazed donut. All right, an original glazed donut. All right, and if you show your vaccine card for the rest of the year, you get a free donut every day through the rest of 2021. So, my theory is, in places where there's a Dunkin' Donuts or a Krispy Kremes or whoever's doing the donut, I think it's, it's a Krispy, Krispy Kreme giveaway. I, I, I think Dunkin' Donuts is doing something similar. But Krispy Kreme is giving you that original glazed donut. And what they're going to do is basically give out these donuts. And then because of the chemicals and the additives and the poisons and the toxins and the sugar and the flour and the possible aspartame, I don't know if that's in it, but... You're going to eat that, and you're probably going to get sick, and then you're going to go to the hospital, you're going to go to the doctor, and now you've got COVID-19 again, right? But it won't be because you got vaccinated. It'll be because other people didn't get vaccinated. That's the topsy-turvy, upside-down world that we live in. So you're afraid of getting sick, but you go get an original glazed donut, right? I mean... Or you could just go to office. Is it Office Depot, Office Max, and they'll laminate your vaccine card for you. That's fun. I think that's a, that's a, that's a cheap one. That doesn't really cost Office Depot anything. Office Depot should give you like a pack of pens or something, right? Bring your vaccination card to Office Depot. You get a spiral notebook and a pack of pens. You know, why going they? Just gonna, they're gonna laminate it for you. They gotta give you something else, like. I'm sure there's people thinking like, well, I would get it, but I'm just getting they're just going to laminate the card for me like I could do that myself. I I should at least get like a Reese's cup from the impulse buy at the front of Office Depot, right? A pack of batteries or something, you know. Or Uber and Lyft might give you a free ride. They're offering discounts to vaccination center so that's wonderful so it's like we're heroes we're going to give you a free ride to visit your grandma not not actually your grandma we're gonna take you to the vaccination so you can't go visit your grandma but you can take you to the vaccination site and then of course restaurants are giving discounts nathan's famous hot dog village tap in chicago ten dollar gift card wow wow every time you show proof ten dollar up to ten thousand dollars ten dollar gift card in the Bay Area, Super Duper Burgers is hanging out free fries. Free fries who've been vaccinated. Wonderful. I saw uh, de Blasio, the uh, scumbag of New York City, eating French fries and and saying, like, oh, if you get vaccinated, you get free French fries. I, I mean, you know, I, I guess the best is like Kroger. Uh, Publix and Petco, Target, McDonald's, Aldi, Trader Joe's, and Dollar General, uh, they're just going to step further. They're giving Kroger's giving employees $100 in store credit for getting a shot. Publix is offering employees a $125 gift card, and Petco is giving employees $75 in bonus for getting vaccinated. Other, other stores like Target, uh, Aldi, Trader Joe's, they're offering employees up to four hours of paid time off to get vaccinated. So if you're making basically minimum wage, they're basically offering you what fourteen, twenty, twenty-eight dollars, <laughs> you know, or if you make like, I worked at Target a long time ago. I made like nine dollars, so that's eighteen, twenty-seven, thirty-six dollars, really. But it sounds better. Four hours of paid time off. I bet you the scumbags at Target, the scumbags at McDonald's, the trash at Trader Joe's, and the trash at Aldi and Dollar General that run those companies were like, we got to find a way to give an incentive for these. For these vaccines, how could we make ourselves look good while not actually giving anything to our employees that we supposedly care about? And someone's like, we could give them one hundred dollars like Kroger's doing or one hundred twenty five like Publix. And they were like, no, 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 no. That's way too much money. We'll give them up to four hours of paid time off. Well, probably somebody said four hours and someone else was like, well, that's a guarantee. We need to give them up to four hours. Right. So depending on how many shots they get. Then they get up to four hours of paid time off to go get vaccines. So maybe you need four four hours to go get a vaccine because you pass out for two. You get paid for that. Right? And that's better than giving $100 because when you add it up at about $9 an hour, you're making like $30. You're making under $40, okay, to go get a vaccine and then convulse. So we should give a big round of applause to Krispy Kreme. Thank you, Krispy Kreme. And Nathan's Famous. Let's keep the applause going. Kroger, Petco, Publix. Oh, and Office Depot with the free lamination. And in Michigan, Michigan, some places are offering marijuana with proof of vaccination. That's what you need. Go smoke some marijuana after your vaccine. Go smoke and get high. Go eat a donut and then go get your card. You probably should get the card laminated before you go get the Krispy Kreme so you don't get some of that glaze all over the card. I mean, are people really this small-minded? Are are, are people really this dumb? Are people this easily manipulated? Well, Ryan, the state's not doing it. It's businesses. This is a business providing Either a service like Lamination or a product like a donut or a gift card that they'll write off basically as, you know, the, the millions that these companies have set aside for theft. They basically offer nothing to the customer or to the employee, make themselves look good and advertise for themselves while putting their employees in harm's way by coercing them into getting a vaccine. I mean, that is sick. And it's like, no, Target cares. Kroger cares about their employees. They're giving them $100. bucks. they are giving them up to four hours off. You know, getting a, you get a Krispy Kreme donut. You get lamination. You get a free lift down to the vaccination center. They won't need to bring you back because you'll probably be dead, right? Or they'll have to take you to the hospital. you got to pay full price for that one. But they'll give you a discount on the ride there. And it's like they care so much but in reality, it's PR. They're advertising for their company. So people are like, well, well, oh my God, Petco's giving employees $75 to get a vaccine. I like Petco. I'm going to go shop at Petco. That's all that it is. You know that's all that it is. It's an advertisement. It's companies that are taking advantage of a situation to put their employees and to put customers in harm's way is what it is. And I think... It's despicable. I think it's disgusting. All of those companies. Every single one of them. Now granted, some companies might not have that intention. And they might just be like, well we'll give you a free carrot at the produce stand if you get your vaccine. Right? And it's not really trying to force people. It's just like, well if you happen to have a card and you happen to be in the store we'll give you a bag of onions. Right? I don't actually know any place doing that. I'm just just spitballing with ideas here. You know, maybe a business could go the other direction, sarcastically. I don't think it's a good idea to play this game, but a business could go the other direction and say, you know, $500 gift card to employees who don't get vaccinated. I mean, I like to think that's what I would do if I ran a business, but I wouldn't actually participate in any of it. If you want to get a vaccine, if you want to wear a mask, you can do it, but it's certainly not required for customers or employees. That's the legal, lawful, human way to do it. And any business that does that should be supported. That's my view. But just think how, how low energy... And to speak in terms of, like, I guess how how I l- learned and listened to how people speak in Sedona, Arizona, to speak in those kinds of terms, how low energy that is, man, how low energy it is to literally sell yourself in an illegal medical experiment that becomes legal when you coerce and you give consent for food at the Shake Shack. <laughs> I mean, listen to how ridiculous that is. You get a Budweiser, ooh. Or you might get a Krispy Kreme donut. You might get a, you get a Sam Adams. How's it taste? Well, you probably can't taste anything because you're having vaccine side effects. But it's more than that because there's a lot of money being offered to people who get vaccinated. It's not just a donut. It gets pretty competitive with what they call vaccine lotteries. The state of Ohio is saw their vaccination rate rise 45% following the announcement of a a Vax-a-Million lottery. You have a chance to win a million dollars if you get your vaccine. My question would be, the first woman who won it, did she actually win the money, or is she an actress who they paid, and they're not actually giving out any money? West Virginia announced that they are going to begin drawings for an array of prizes that include college scholarships, pickup trucks, which I thought was particularly funny, (laughs) and cash as a new incentive to get residents vaccinated against COVID 19. That's right. You could get a new pickup truck with your COVID 19 vaccine, but that's just, it's an array of prizes. It's like one pickup truck, one college scholarship. You know, Maybe they can give the scholarship. Let's say the woman who ran Mylan and jacked up the prices for the very important life-saving EpiPen, who didn't actually get a college degree from West Virginia University because she basically scammed her way through it and was handed the degree because of her connections. Maybe if she got a vaccine the state could actually give her a scholarship to go back to school and take an ethics class on how not to rip people off who need life-saving things like the EpiPen who you have a monopoly on, you scumbag piece of trash. And that's very close to me because my school, University High School in West Virginia, where I went to high school, they were sponsored by Mylan. Or at least I thought they were sponsored by Mylan. Mylan is such a despicable company. They actually forced my school To pay them to sponsor the school. How that works, nobody in Morgantown, West Virginia can figure it out. Minnesota. The governor has kicked off what he calls your shot to summer. And you could receive, get this, for those who get vaccinated between Memorial Day weekend and the end of June. If you're in Minnesota, get on this. 100,000 Minnesotans will be eligible to choose from a range of incentives, including state park passes and fishing licenses, as well as state fair and regional amusement park tickets. Wow. Minnesota. What a program. You could get a regional amusement park ticket. You could get a fishing license. Now, that is what I call an incentive. Arkansas must be pretty broke because they're pretty much, they're literally just giving away $20 lottery (laughs) scratch-offs. Uh, Arkansas has – I'm sorry, Joe. I think your, your state has no money, man. Uh, I guess West Virginia is pretty broke, too. That's where I went to high school. They, have, they don't really have much money, but they do have pickup trucks. They're giving away pickup trucks in West Virginia, I guess, with the vaccine. Uh, New York and Delaware are going to give out a, a full four-year scholarship. A Four, uh, four-year scholarship. Any New York public college or university. 12 to 17 ages, which is really scummy because they're targeting 12 to 17-year-olds. You get your vaccine. It only has to be the first vaccine. You could you could win. You could win a four-year scholarship. Delaware's doing the same thing, and also in Delaware, you'll be entered to win a $5,000 cash prize. Are you ready? Are you ready for the vaccine? This is like, this is one of the saddest things I, I think I've ever seen in my life. It is sad, pathetic is a better word, disgusting, despicable, grotesque, evil, kind of. It's really it's laughable. It's really laughable. I mean, it is is so pathetic, and it's really sad that I'm sure that there are people that are very, very broke, they're having a hard time, and they got a vaccine and just thought, you know, if I enter into the vaccine lottery, maybe I'll win $5,000 and maybe I can pay my rent for the next two months. I mean, you talk about groveling. You talk about coercion, and making coercion not a frightful, fearful thing, but a wonderful, bright thing with Krispy Kreme donuts and Sam Adams beer and lamination and Office Depot and free rides to the vaccine center with discounts on other rides, but you probably won't have to uh, get a ride back for obvious reasons. You might need to ride to the hospital, but you gotta pay full price for that. It's disgusting. And you know how these companies get away with it? By using an experimental gene therapy shot, a human experiment, to advertise for their business and to make it look like they're doing something wonderful for their employees. We're giving employees a donut, we're giving employees money, we're giving employees, you know, this or that. States are like, we'll give you a lottery ticket. Oh my God. A lottery ticket. How about like, get your shot, you no longer have to pay income tax. Get your shot, all your parking tickets vanish. You know, how about something like substantial that might actually help people, not a donut, so that you can sponsor Krispy Kreme? I mean, it's just it's corporate state greed and control. And the only thing sicker, the only thing sadder is that people do it. That's what's really pathetic about it. I'm not saying if you got your vaccine and then you decide, well, hey, I can get a donut. I'm saying if you got your vaccine because you could get a donut, and I I venture to say that there are some people out there who did that. Holy hell, man. I, I just, I, this is, it's I, like, it's so funny. I feel like if I laugh, I'm just going to start crying in the middle of the laughing. It is contagious coercion. I want to share two things with you when we come back from break. A new study from the University of Portsmouth Portsmouth, that shows false memories can be implanted. And then I want to read to you part of the science brief from the Centers for Disease Control. And this is how they are coercing people into doing what they tell you to do. Though you don't have to do it. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. There's a lot more after this. So don't go anywhere in the final segment coming up after break. If you enjoyed The Secret Teachings and want to hear more while supporting the show, visit our website at www.thesecretteachings.info and subscribe to our show archive. As a yearly subscriber, you can download and stream every show after it airs and get access to the digital versions of each one of my books. For the month of June, home of the summer solstice, you can submit a one-time donation of only $45 and get a free physical copy of one of my books with free shipping. For those of you who want to consistently support the show you can subscribe for a monthly donation and get the same access to the archive just visit www.thesecretteachings.info and click on the donation subscribe tab at the top of the page if you're just interested in the books you can find each one of those on the website as well and if you have any questions you can email me at rdgable at yahoo.com thank you so much for supporting the secret teachings over the years i look forward to keeping you company through all the late nights and early mornings for many years to come
1: they all say the same thing they're all like you know over the last four years everything good that happened was because of us and we would have done more good stuff if it wasn't for those guys and then the democrats go oh, we did all the good stuff <laughs> It's like you're all working for the same guy want more of the fringe check out the fringe.fm for more information on your favorite shows Also, don't forget to check out the Fringe mobile app or the other ways you can tune in through the Paranormal Radio app and talk stream live. Where the normal and paranormal collide, it's the
0: Fringe FM. Attention, you are tuned into restricted airspace. Tune out immediately. This is KTLK Digital Broadcasting, the Fringe FM.
2: This is the Secret Teachings. If you'd like to contact the show, email Ryan at rdgable at yahoo.com or find him on Facebook at facebook.com slash the secret teachings.
1: Howdy, this is Joe Mars, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings.
0: I'm Clyde Lewis from Ground Zero Radio, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. Hi, it's David Childress from Ancient Aliens, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. You're listening to The Fringe FM. The music tonight by Secession Studios and White Bat Audio. You can find them on YouTube. Our website, www.thesecretteachings.info. You can subscribe on the website to our full show archive for one year, or you can sign up for monthly subscriptions. Basically, you'd pay a month instead of a year. The June special is $45. It's a one-time donation. You get an access link to the archive and to all of my digital books. And you will also get a physical free copy of one of my books with free shipping in the United States. And we do ship around the world. We do drop ship. It's only $45. You donate today. rdgable at yahoo.com is the PayPal email or click the PayPal button on the website at thesecretteachings.info or use that email if you have any questions, rdgable at yahoo.com. I'd be happy to answer them for you. Your support has sincerely and honestly kept us on air now for over 10 years, specifically The Secret Teachings, five plus years of professional radio. And I cannot thank you enough for that had a chance to meet some listeners out on the road. I met a listener in Boise, a listener in South Dakota, Joseph and Ryan, and had an opportunity to meet a number of other listeners. I was just unable to because we'd already passed those locations on the drive. We clocked about 11,000 miles, so we did a lot of driving, a lot of driving. I'm just now, I think, catching up on my rest and formulating the next couple of shows right here on The Secret Teachings. Again, if you'd like to contact us or you'd like to subscribe, the email rdgable at yahoo.com. rdgable at yahoo.com. I'm also looking into a Patreon, and if you have any ideas on what you'd like to get back from Patreon, please email me and let me know. It's something I really want to get working on because if I can just make another two or 300 bucks a month on Patreon, about 600 with the show with subscriptions and books i'd be right at about the amount that i need to be able to do this completely full time and i think i can up the quality even more of the show and up the production value even more if i have you know my full day five days a week to sit here and prepare the show RD Gable at yahoo.com, Facebook.com forward slash the secret teachings, and www.thesecretteachings.info. secret The science brief from the Centers for Disease Control on their background rationale and evidence for public health recommendations for fully vaccinated people was published on April 2nd, 2, 2021. States like New York accepted it and adopted it in, in replacement of their mandates for all these COVID restrictions. They did that on the 19th of May and now we're in June and I played tonight for you the calls from the State Department of Health where they confirm there is no law there is only recommendation and guidance for unvaccinated people despite the fact that the CDC and the state of New York wants you to think that you're only free if you got the vaccine the reality is everybody's free but if you didn't get a vaccine you might be slightly more free because otherwise you capitulated and were coerced with the contagion of fear and propaganda into doing something that was illegal. But now you've made it legal by participating in a medical experiment for which the safety data will only be gathered after the experiment ends in the next couple of years. So the science brief that the CDC published, I went through it and I highlighted a couple of key points I think you'll be very interested to learn what the CDC thinks of you as an American. And I think you'll be interested to know what the CDC thinks about civilization in general and how people can be coerced and how people can be manipulated into doing things that are not better or good for the community, for the country, or for all of humanity, for all of human civilization. But what is good for the companies that are selling you the products that they're selling you. Here's what the CDC said. I'm going to read you a couple of key points. Quote, the ability of vaccinated people to gradually resume some aspects of normal life will optimize well-being and may help improve vaccine acceptance. In other words, it's assumed when you're vaccinated, you now receive this ability to be free again and you can resume some aspects of normal life and this will make life better for you and encourage others to get vaccinated as a result. The Centers for Disease Control, the CDC says in two different tables, one on the effectiveness of vaccines, one on the the effectiveness of vaccines for asymptomatic people. One is symptomatic, one is asymptomatic. They have two tables. And they show you that up to 89% for the general adult population are protected against infection in the United States. Their other chart in the United States for asymptomatic people, it's up to 80% percent. So they confirm that in their studies and their report, this is what they're telling you that this is very important information. They also add, people with immunocompromising conditions including those taking immunosuppressive medications should discuss the need for personal protective measures after vaccination with their healthcare provider. In other words, if you're sick or poisoning yourself with drugs, you probably will still need to have personal protective measures. Now, they don't call them other people protective measures because your masks and your social distancing, these measures are meant to protect you, not other people. If you're poisoning yourself with immunosuppressive medications and drugs, yeah, the vaccine won't work because the vaccine isn't going to stop you from poisoning yourself. It will actually poison you more. This next section, keeping all of that so far in mind, this next section says impact of prevention measures in the context of vaccination. It says individuals and societal costs related to physical distancing, quarantine, school and business closures, and other prevention measures are acknowledged by the Center for Disease, Centers for Disease Control. They're acknowledging there are societal costs to quarantine and distancing, et cetera, et cetera. They say, quote, in one study, complete relaxation of prevention measures prior to adequate vaccination coverage. They don't define what that adequate vaccination coverage is. Resulted in essentially no reductions in SARS-CoV-2 infections. In other words, unless every single person gets a vaccine. You cannot relax prevention measures. So what does that say about the vaccine then? it says preliminary data suggests that increasing vaccination rates may allow for the phasing out of some prevention measures as coverage increases. So if we listen and believe the CDC, their vaccines work. They're very great. All the manufacturers that submit the data to the CDC, everything is wonderful. They work well. Great. But if you get rid of the Measures of protection before everybody gets a vaccine or before an adequate vaccination coverage is reached, there's zero reduction in infection. Now, logically, that means the vaccine's worthless and that there's something wrong here. But if we believe that and we just ignore the obvious, then we're to believe that everybody needs to be vaccinated before we can get rid of these measures, right? That's what they're telling you. And they say, in summary, prevention measures will continue to be important for all people, all people, vaccinated or otherwise, regardless of vaccination status, especially during this period of vaccine deployment. And now it gets really interesting. Population attitudes and behaviors towards vaccination and prevention measures. According to surveys conducted since December 2020, Efforts are needed to strengthen vaccine confidence and uptake, including addressing common concerns around COVID-19 vaccines, such as vaccine side effects, the speed of vaccine development, and mistrust of government. Improving health equity by removing barriers to vaccine access and using evidence-based approaches to improve uptake, such as providing incentives for vaccination. Incentives like your Krispy Kreme donut, your Sam Adams beer, Your Lyft ride down to the vaccine center. $100 gift card at Kroger. $125 gift card at Publix. If you work at those two establishments, Target and other stores are doing the same thing. Using their employees as guinea pigs to promote themselves as these wondrous, altruistic establishments. It says that If you're vaccinated, you'll be able to return to normal life, feel safe around other people, and resume activities like going to work or school. Although it remains unknown which of these incentives would achieve the greatest increase in vaccination, information about activities that fully vaccinated people can safely undertake must be communicated in a clear and unambiguous fashion. Maintaining a requirement to continue all prevention measures after vaccination may de-incentivize or de Vaccine uptake. In a survey from 2021, January, one in five people reported being less likely to get vaccinated if they heard that they will need to continue to wear a mask and practice social distancing even after getting vaccinated. They're nudging you closer and closer to the real purpose behind all of this. According to a Harris Pulse survey of U.S. adults in collaboration with the CDC, Among unvaccinated respondents, almost half are motivated to get vaccinated by CDC efforts to roll back some mitigation measures for fully vaccinated people, stating that they'd be more likely to get vaccinated knowing that fully vaccinated people could now resume small private gatherings with other fully vaccinated people or with unvaccinated family and friends of the same household and would no longer need to get tested or quarantined following a known exposure to COVID-19. Additional step-down measures could further motivate vaccination with nearly half saying they would be more likely to get vaccinated if they could resume domestic travel without the need for testing or quarantine, visit indoor spaces and businesses without a mask, and return to their office or campus. In summary, relaxing certain prevention measures for fully vaccinated people may be a powerful motivator for vaccination, and thus should be an important goal of the U.S. vaccination program. This is contagious coercion, ladies and gentlemen. This is omission, manipulation, deception, NLP, psychological torture, terrorism, you name it. The CDC says, if we believe them, vaccines work. These vaccines work. They're wonderful. They're effective. The CDC says... There's essentially no reduction in SARS-CoV-2 infections if everybody isn't vaccinated or if there isn't a relative adequate vaccination coverage. Therefore, you have to continue to do the things that you've been doing to protect yourself. So the CDC says that, and then on the next page says... People are less likely to get vaccinated if they heard that they will need to continue to do those things like wear a mask and social distance even after getting vaccinated. So, according to the CDC's data, according to a Harris poll, according to the information they have, they suggest people are more motivated by the rolling back of mitigation measures. So, that tells you something. That tells you the CDC is knowingly, willfully engaged in not only an act of deception, but if the official narrative is correct... They are engaged in an act of biowarfare, as far as I'm concerned, in order to increase the bottom line and the profits of the companies that they work with and ultimately work for and the people they work with and work for. Because if they tell you there's no reduction unless everybody has it, and then at the same time says... We don't really think everybody's going to get it unless we pull these measures. So let's pull the safety measures that keep people safe unless they're vaccinated so we can encourage more people to get vaccinated. That tells you everything you need to know. That tells you the CDC doesn't care about your health, your well-being. They don't care about society. They don't care about the community. They care about increasing vaccination rates. Under the assumption that when people read this, they think, well, anything that we can do to increase vaccine rates will help us get back to normal, despite the fact that the CDC also says it won't work unless everybody has it. Which is another clever way of saying, if you don't have it and everybody else has it, like if 7 billion people get it and a billion people don't get the vaccine, those 7 billion people are going to be attacked by the 1 billion people. They're going to be in harm's way. So everybody needs to wear a mask anyway. Despite that, the CDC says if you got vaccinated, you don't need to wear a mask. This seems very suspicious to me. Something is wrong here. Because all the CDC is talking about is incentives for vaccine. Powerful motivation for vaccine. They're not talking about safety. They mention that it's safe and effective. But they don't give you the full details on that unless you pull the studies and find out that there really isn't any information on it. There's assumptions. There's leading commentary. It leads you to think a certain thing. It's based on coercion. So you get your vaccine and you think, I can go back to normal. Yay. But everybody's already back to normal. You can already do whatever you want. It's not the people that participate that get their freedom back. It's the people that participate who lose their freedom for good. It's the people who don't participate who don't lose their freedom unless they participate, but who retain their freedom indefinitely, despite what the news says, despite what the CDC says. And that is the God's honest truth. That is reality. And that is what the CDC says in their own scientific brief. That everybody is fawning over. New CDC guidance, oh my. And then you click on the brief the science brief for that guidance, and they tell you the vaccines only work if an adequate number of people get them. They're not specific. It implies everybody, because if you don't have those, we can't get rid of mitigation techniques. But people won't get the vaccine unless we get rid of the mitigation techniques if they've been vaccinated, so give that to them as an incentive, as a powerful motivator. And if we're to believe the CDC, that would increase rates of infection. Just basing that assumption on what I just read. That would increase rates of infection, would it not? That would play more into the hands of authoritarians and control freaks. That wouldn't make people more free. And in states like New York, as we've discussed tonight, I played the phone call for you. I've read the email for you in fact i can read the email again to you because it's really powerful from the state department of health when i asked after several emails is there a mandate is there a requirement what's going on the only thing is the only thing that's happening is there's a recommendation for vaccinated and unvaccinated people And the health department says, yes, this is a recommendation as we are unable to legally require individuals to wear a mask. And there is no way of being able to physically know if an individual has been vaccinated. That's what the health department told me. And meanwhile, if you don't have a vaccine, people don't necessarily know, but they assume. that Unless you're proud and displaying your card and flamboyantly running down the street screaming, oh, my God, I got a vaccine. You're on social media with your little vaccine sticker that you probably didn't get it. Because if you're not an arrogant psychopath who wants to virtue signal to the whole world how great a person you are and how you did wonderful things for the community, it's assumed you're a terrible person and you don't want to talk about your private information. Well, here, the next time somebody says, did you get a vaccine? You say, when's the last time you took a dump? When's the last time you had sex? When's the last time you masturbated? When's the last time you did something real private that you don't want to talk about? And maybe they say, well, I I took a dump this morning. I masturbated yesterday. Great. I'm not going to tell you my private information because it's private information. They have literally convinced hordes of people to turn over private information on a level that is really only equal to what Facebook and social media has coerced people to do over the years and to demand equal rights. We want to know what other people's private information is. That's not equal rights, moron. That's a violation of other people's rights. You don't have a right to know other people's medical information. There are federal laws in the U.S. that protect that private information for this reason, because there are morons like you who want to use it and exploit it and discriminate against people that you don't like because they made a decision different than yours. That's what it's all about. And so, as a result of not that... But as a result of the upside down fantasy backwards world we live in, the governor of New York has said we're going to stop discrimination against vaccinated individuals by passing a law. Will it be passed? Probably not. But to suggest vaccinated people are being discriminated against? No, it's the opposite. It's the opposite. So when someone says you get vaccinated, say, I'm not sharing that information. I don't need to share my private information with you. Oh, but you do. Oh, what if, what if you get me sick? Well, you got a vaccine, so you should be sick. But they said that if I got a vaccine and you didn't get one, I'd be sick. Well, then why did you get the vaccine? Come talk to me. If you're worried about me, come talk to me first, because I'd have told you I'm not getting it, or I'm not wearing a mask, or whatever I'm doing. You know? Or I could come talk to you. You're not getting one for sure, so I could come talk to you. Are you getting a vaccine, sir? And you're like, no. I'm like, well, then I guess I won't get one either, because if I don't get one, You know, we'll be in the same boat. If I get one, though, I'm still in the same boat. Because uh, you didn't get one, you're going to make me sick. You just tell people, I'm not telling you. You can assume whatever. I assume that there are people who are hardcore about vaccines that didn't get it, but they'll tell people they got it. And I assume there are people that are hardcore against vaccines, and they'll tell people they didn't get it when they did get it. That's what I want to share with you tonight. And a new study from the University of Portsmouth and the University of Hagen in Germany, a Dr. Hartmut Blank, who found that they could implant false memories in people just simply with interview techniques. And then they could remove those false memories. Little incentives in the conversation, little nudges, behavioral nudges. Little tactics of manipulation to convince people, to coerce people, to omit information, to control people. That's from Science Daily. A new study finds false memories can be reversed. There's also the classic, in my view, it's a classic story. I've read it and talked about it a lot. The Smithsonian Magazine researchers back around Christmas, I think it was five, six, seven years ago, found a way to implant memories in a mouse. They can do it in snails find ways they know how to do this in human beings you can do it mechanically technologically if you will you could do it psychologically psychologically it's done to all of us on a daily basis if you understand the propaganda the exploitation of the hierarchy of needs the bitterman chart of coercion you understand how fear works you understand the contagious coercion the real pandemic of fear the real pandemic of pushing people to do things that they otherwise wouldn't do because just leave, shut up about the vaccines, I'll get it, Jesus Christ. Shut up about the masks, I'll put it on, Jesus Christ. I'm not the person who really wants to flip the script, as you say, but I think it's a good exercise to think about it in your head. The next time you see somebody with a mask or they're bragging about their vaccine, you demean them and look down on them. I'm not saying to do it because I think that's just as wrong. But sometimes you have to fight fire with fire. Be like, well, you got a vaccine? What are you, a moron? You know, just like the people that are like, you didn't get a vaccine. What are you, a moron? You should get it to protect me. It's like, why do you have a mask on? What the hell are you doing? It's like, why don't you have a mask on? What the hell are you doing? Just flip it. Flip it. You got to flip, 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 flip. You got to flip it. Okay. Give them a taste of their own medicine in your own head. I wouldn't do it really out in public or anywhere else because I don't think it's right. I don't like what they do. I don't want to be that same person. But to think about it, think about it for a second, starts to make a little bit of sense. It starts to seem like, oh, this only works because people are hysterical and have emotional reactions and are liars and they deceive and they manipulate and they work for this system without even knowing it. Fear is contagious, but so is coercion. The more people that are coerced, the more and more people that will be coerced. Power corrupts, absolute power corrupts, absolutely. Coercion coerces, and absolute coercion coerces, absolutely. I'm Ryan Gable. Thank you for tuning into The Secret Teaching, staying with us for my vacation and for the network being down until it was set up at the new location in the Southwest. I am planning, hopefully in the next six months, to move out, to where Joe Rupp is to move out to where the new studio is somewhere in that area in Arizona. I'm going to be setting up a Patreon account, hopefully continuing to sell the books and the subscriptions. Anything you can do to support the show will help us to continue to bring you this content five nights a week, right here on the fringe FM fringe.fm is the network website, www.thesecretteachings.info is our website, subscribe, grab a book, Donate, whatever it is. We appreciate it. Thank you so much for staying with us throughout all these years In the last couple of months. Contact us at rdgable at yahoo.com, social media, facebook.com forward slash the secret teaching. Stay safe, stay informed, stay healthy. And we'll talk to you on the next broadcast right here on The Fringe FM.